welcome to talc teaching and learning consultation skills this is the talc talks podcast helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills to get better outcomes and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction Talk module 11.5, holding the calm. How do the core talc modules help us to hold the calm? Working as a healthcare professional in any discipline can be like a roller coaster. There are times when work goes smoothly. The right things happen at the right time. Patients are satisfied and sometimes even grateful. The healthcare professional goes home feeling satisfied that they did a good job. Other days can seem like a whirlwind of pressure from upset patients who are frustrated with their problems. Healthcare professionals can find themselves facing interactions that are angry, aggressive or even openly abusive. Talc module 11 is about the consultation skills needed to handle such challenges in the heat of the moment and there are two key aspects to this. Firstly, the core talc skills in modules one to six can be used by professionals to preempt and prevent encounters with patients from becoming fraught and difficult, challenging conversations. This chapter, Talc 11.5, focuses on this aspect. The other aspect is that there are specific skills that professionals can use to hold the calm space, diffuse de-escalate and turn difficult conversations around. And this is covered in TALC 11.6, holding the calm using the specific consultation skills that empower healthcare professionals to handle difficult and challenging situations. These skills are important for the benefit of health professionals themselves who experience less stress as a result and also important for patients who learn more about appropriate ways to interact with health services. So what are the core talc skills that professionals can use to preempt and prevent encounters with patients from becoming fraught or difficult? Many professionals notice that some of their colleagues seem to just get on with patients easily, or that conversely some colleagues seem to get more complaints or rub colleagues up the wrong way. Some take the view that these outcomes are just because of the way people are and that some colleagues are just naturally good with people or just seem to know what to say. The good news is that any professional can learn and use specific communication skills that will result in calm and enjoyable conversations for them, whether with colleagues or patients. The core talc modules 1 to 6 describe these skills in detail in a series of short articles with accompanying podcasts. Effective methods for learning and improving these skills are also clearly described. If you are already familiar with modules 1 to 6 and module 7, which is about time management, then this chapter, 11.5, will be a, a useful revision about how applying the talc skills in practice will make for more relaxed and effective conversations. If you're new to TALC, each TALC module is described with a summary of the skills and how these can prevent or preempt aggressive conversations. There's a brief comment on what may happen if these skills are not used and how that might lead to frustrations and upsetting encounters for both parties.
So let's start with Talc Module 00, which is called Talc Skills if you're new to this. So how do the chapters in Talc 00 help to prevent difficult conversations? Well, Talc 00 is an introduction to the whole idea of learning specific consultation skills for healthcare settings. You might be new to this because your core professional training only covers communication skills in brief, or because you're new to the NHS and patients' expectations about communications. Perhaps you've recently moved to working in primary care, where the clinical importance of effective communication and consultation skills has long been recognised. TALC Module 00 investigates the importance of the skills that help healthcare professionals have more satisfying and relaxed meetings with patients. The most effective methods for learning, developing and improving skills are also described there. TALC 001 and 002 introduce the concepts behind the TALC training modules and 003 explores the importance and significance of a patient saying, thank you for listening, one of the highest compliments a healthcare professional can receive. This is explored further in the podcast, TALC 008, Why the Patient's Perspective Matters, and TALC 0010 outlines the skills needed for telephone, video and messaging encounters with patients. TALC 004, 5, 6, 7 and 9 explore the process of learning consultation skills in detail, how to problem solve and how to find what you need in TALC, as well as advice for educators, mentors and supervisors. Valuing the skills of interpersonal communication and developing them throughout a career in healthcare is the best way to prevent conflicts and angry, difficult encounters. Preparing before seeing the patient is covered in TALC 1.1. Is your preparation positively promoting good performance? Being well prepared in yourself is covered in TALC 1.2 called How can you go home with energy to spare? Being able to build a rapport quickly uses some easily learned skills which is covered in TALC 1.3. Why is rapport like money? This chapter even describes how to practice rapport building skills at a supermarket till. Building rapport quickly relaxes patients and the human connection makes them less likely to become upset. Talc 1.4, what do you say after you say hello, helps all healthcare professionals to choose their opening statements carefully to get the most out of their encounters with patients. How come common openings such as how are you or how can I help are not always the best way to start things off? Take a look at Talc 1.4. Talc 1.5, how is a consultation like a business meeting, covers the skills needed to ensure that you and your patient are on the same page and have congruent plans for the conversation. This approach actually saves time and increases both patient and professional satisfaction reducing stress and potential conflicts. Talc 1.6, can you learn to love a patient who brings a list, covers all the skills needed if the patient has a long list of things they want to talk about? How can a healthcare professional use lists like these in a positive way, which can even save time? 
Having an effective beginning to the encounter with a patient makes all the difference in preventing stressful conflicts and misunderstandings. So what can happen if these skills are not used? If the healthcare professional is not prepared before seeing the patient, there may be needless repetition of information which is already in the records. The result is that patients may become frustrated and fed up, which makes them less easy to work with. Failing to be psychologically and physically prepared for seeing patients means that the healthcare professional often carries over stresses from one patient to another, ending the day drained and weary. That doesn't need to happen. If patients don't get to contribute their needs from the start, frustration can build up and trust in the healthcare professional is reduced. This may make encounters more likely to become dysfunctional. Furthermore, if a patient's needs are not identified, they often consult again, which wastes time and effort for everyone. Some patients have multiple questions or needs. These will not disappear if ignored. Later rising complaints or problems can make a healthcare professional's life more stressful and they can get frustrated. This can be reflected in conflict with the patient who may feel furious or fobbed off. Talc module two is called Talc Skills for Building Effective Relationships. And how do these skills prevent difficult conversations arising? Although people talk a lot about AI, computers and emails in healthcare, in fact, pretty much all healthcare depends on human beings for its delivery, which means every healthcare encounter is a relationship between two people. All too often, we can start thinking about healthcare as if it was like a transaction in a shop, which could be delivered by any competent person. In fact, we need to be more than merely technically competent to have satisfying encounters with patients. We need to be able to really hear and really listen to what our patients are saying. They need to know that we care about them as well as caring for them. The skills of TALP module two are all about this building of effective relationships, which starts right at the beginning of every encounter with TALC 1-3, Why is Rapport Like Money? Rapport building skills can be taken to a new level in TALC 2-1, Can We All Get on the Same Page? How to Deepen Rapport? Trust and cooperation are achieved when rapport is deepened and continuously renewed when we talk with patients. This reduces the likelihood of conflict or confrontation. Talc 2.2, how does a small dose of empathy produce much better clinical outcomes, explores the amazing science that demonstrates beyond doubt that kindness, empathy and compassion help patients heal faster, get better outcomes and even actually live longer. An even bigger bonus is that such care benefits clinicians of all kinds too. They experience less stress, they work to higher standards, they get more job satisfaction and they become less burned out. Truly a win-win for relationship-based care. Healthcare professionals can really leverage their skills in showing empathy by working on the skills of TALC 2-3. Can you go beyond flat pack empathy, transforming transactions into healing relationships? which shows how to develop the skills that enable patients to recover more quickly. These skills are further enhanced by two crucial chapters from TALC Module 00. 
0011 nonverbal communication skills the voice and 0012 nonverbal communication skills the body and gesture show how these crucial aspects of communication often a bit unnoticed can enhance relationships and help patients to recover more quickly. Sometimes things do go awry and patients can become angry or upset. Most of the time this will be prevented if the core talc skills are used, but on occasions anger does break out. There is a useful tried and tested approach that calms things down in talc 2.4, how can you diffuse an angry situation? If things really get out of hand, talc module 11 holding the calm has many other useful skills and ideas to help keep consultations calm and productive. So what can happen if these skills are not used? If healthcare professionals remain detached and do not engage at a human level with their patients, two adverse outcomes become much more likely. Firstly, the professional themselves becomes more drained, demotivated and stressed because it takes a lot of subconscious effort to constantly push away the humanity of the person we're dealing with. Humans are kind of hardwired to actually care for each other. Secondly, if healthcare encounters become transactions instead of relationships, patients become very unhappy and are more likely to complain, sue their professionals or refer them to a regulatory body such as the GMC or the NMC. They're also much more likely to get angry and aggressive. Such complaints are exhausting and time-consuming for everyone. Building effective relationships with patients can usually forestall such problems. Now let's consider TALC Module 3, Skills for Effective Information Gathering. So how do these skills prevent difficult conversations? One of the nicest comments to hear after seeing a patient is when they say, thank you for listening. It is also the case that nearly all complaints, litigation or referrals to regulatory bodies centre on failures in communications between healthcare professionals and patients. This failure can often be prevented if the core skills of Module 3 are used to take listening skills to a whole new level. TALC 3.1, Introduction to Listening Skills, and TALC 3.2, How Can Avoiding Questions Yield More Information, show how clinicians can reduce the effort required to get the right information and make it more likely that the information they get is truly relevant. TALC 3, 3, 4 and 5, Simple Steps to Powerful Listening 1, 2 and 3, offer excellent techniques to help all healthcare professionals listen more deeply so that they can respond fully to what the patient needs. This means patients are much less likely to get frustrated or angry. TALC 3, 5 and 6, Simple Steps to Powerful Listening, Can You Spot the Skills?, and can reading between the lines make for more accurate diagnosis, show ways to make listening even more effective while taking less time, and show how patients give us important hints and clues about what's really happening. Learning how to pick up these clues effectively saves time and makes assessments more accurate, which again makes patients less likely to get angry or complain. Having built a relationship using the skills of TALC Module 2, it quickly becomes apparent that all patients have a unique perspective on their own lives, 
what health care they think they need and what really worries them. If healthcare professionals engage with these unique perspectives, then patients feel sort of seen and understood, and this makes care planning much more effective. This makes patients more likely to work cooperatively with healthcare professionals, and this reduces the likelihood of angry or difficult encounters. Talk 3.7, what difference does it really make to know a patient's thoughts, concerns and hopes, covers the details of what skills are needed to understand the patient's point of view, with suggestions for how to learn to develop these skills to even higher levels. Working with the patient's own point of view and incorporating that into the explanation and planning phase of the consultation means that care can be truly personalised. This reduces conflicts and tensions between patients and their professionals. So what can happen if these skills are not used? If patients feel they are not being listened to, this has a very deleterious effect on the consultation or any encounter with a professional. Some patients may simply go elsewhere afterwards, creating extra pressure and demand on other clinicians or other services, such as general practice or walk-in clinics. If patients are less articulate, or if their resilience is reduced because of their own life pressures, mental illness or deprivation in their upbringing, they may become increasingly frustrated, angry or even abusive if they feel, no one's listening to me at all. Using TALP Module 3 core skills fully can often prevent these distressing outcomes. Let's turn to TALC Module 4, Essential Skills for Effective Explanations and Planning of Personalised Care. So how do these skills prevent difficult conversations? There are often times when the healthcare professional develops their own understanding of what the patient's problems are and then sets about explaining how those problems can be solved. Really successful care is truly personalised to the individual and so the patient needs to know that their own concerns have been truly heard by the healthcare professional and a kind of generic approach often just does not succeed. The skills of TALC 4.1, why are effective summarising skills the engine of the consultation, ensure that the patient knows that they've been listened to accurately. This helps to save time in the consultation by providing a kind of pivot to the next stage. Explaining things in a way that patients can understand and accept uses the skills of TALC 4.2, whose news is it anyway, and TALC 4.3, is chunking and checking a good way to eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Taking a patient-centred approach can often prevent misunderstandings that may even become heated exchanges. The words we use can inflame conflict or soothe it away. Talk 4.4 and 4.5, how can your words really be healing in their own right, and how to change everything by using the small words skillfully, discusses how our choice of even quite small words can change outcomes favourably and prevent conflicts. At times, the news is not what we hope for and difficult decisions have to be made. If bad news is handled poorly, or if patients do not feel involved, they become frustrated or angry, and this can be a trigger for increasingly fraught requests for repeat consultations. Talc 4.6, how are bad news conversations opportunities to show you really care about your patient? And Talc 4.7, 
how do shared management plans actually become more effective? Explore the skills that enable effective personalised care planning, and this can often prevent problems. Many healthcare professionals get a bit stuck when patients are struggling with non-clinical matters such as work issues or relationship problems, and patients can get het up and angry if they feel that these important problems are being ignored or pushed away. There are specific, learnable skills to prevent this happening. In TALC 4.8, do non-clinical problems take up your clinic time? So what can happen if these skills are not used? It can be frustrating when patients don't adhere to treatment plans or seem not to change their behaviours, and discussions can get heated and angry if healthcare professionals insist on certain approaches. For example, we don't give out sleeping pills, when the patient wants something the healthcare professional is less keen on. Such conversations can easily spiral into aggressive and even threatening outbursts if the careful explanation skills of Module 4 are not fully used. Now let's think about TALC Module 5, Advanced Skills for Effective Explanations and Planning of Personalised Care. How do these skills prevent difficult conversations? Using the core explanation skills in TALC Module 4 will preempt many problems. Sometimes, however, the situation is uncertain and patients can respond angrily if there is uncertainty. Why is no one dealing with this properly? Or if problems are persistent, not resolving or difficult to explain. The advanced skills of TALC Module 5 can unlock some of these potential conflicts that are distressing and stressful for both parties. There are specific and helpful ways to discuss uncertainty in TALC 5.1 What do you do when you don't know what to do? Skills for discussing uncertainty. The consultation skills that make long-term care easier and more rewarding are explored in TALC 5.2 How to enjoy those patients with really long-term problems the positive bathe method. TALC 5.3, to be or not to be, how can clinicians share decision-making in complex situations? And TALC 5.4, empowering explanations for persistent or functional symptoms can prevent stressful encounters in which patients with persistent symptoms respond angrily because they sometimes feel they're being told there's nothing wrong with you. The skills of TALC 5.6, therapeutic conversations, skills for patients who are distressed or who have mental health problems, can also help to build strong therapeutic alliances and prevent patients responding in dysfunctional ways to the healthcare professional's best efforts. Finally, at times healthcare professionals do need effective ways to say no. TALC 5.5, Never Say Never, How to Say No While Still Saying Yes, has many effective and easy to learn methods for handling that difficult conversation without provoking conflict or resentment. So what could happen if these skills are not used? At times, healthcare professionals can feel stuck or helpless faced with frustrated patients whose problems seem to be difficult to sort out or complex or entwined with difficult home circumstances or mental health issues. It's worth remembering that the patient can feel stuck or helpless as well. If the skills of explanation and planning personalised care are missing, discussions can go round and round in circles, with increasing frustration on all sides, and this can spiral into angry, aggressive or threatening encounters 
which are best prevented by proactively using effective skills. TALK Module 6, TALK Skills for Effective Endings to the Consultation, can also prevent difficult conversations further down the line. When an aeroplane approaches a runway, in a way the plane has arrived at its destination. However, the pilot still needs some specific skills to achieve a safe landing. The end of the consultation is a bit like that. If all has gone well at the start, with a helpful relationship between the parties and clear and suitable explanations and plans, then the end will all usually go well. There are specific skills that help the ending to be more effective and these are covered in TALC 6.1. How does an effective ending improve patient safety and help to prevent complaints or litigation? This covers issues about final checking, ensuring that the patient knows what to do next and in what order, and how to seek help if things do not go to plan, which is often called safety netting. Patients who are forewarned about these issues are much less inclined to complain, sue or refer to professional bodies like the GMC. Getting the ending right can prevent those bad outcomes and makes the healthcare professional's life easier and simpler, as well as being safer for patients themselves. So what can happen if these skills are not used? If the ending of the encounter is rushed, inadequate or inaccurate, patients can become angry or frustrated. If they still have concerns or issues that were not elicited properly at the start of the meeting or were ignored, these will tend to become later rising complaints. This is very frustrating for both parties. It can derail timings and leave the patient disgruntled critical. Finally, TALC module 7 can be thought of as an added extra to the core TALC modules 1 to 6. This module is called TALC skills for managing time effectively. Do these skills prevent difficult conversations? The core skills needed for effective and enjoyable meetings with patients are really covered in TALC modules 1 to 6. However, many healthcare professionals feel under time pressure at work and they wonder if there are ways to speed up so that they can get through their work quicker and with less stress. The good news is that using the core skills effectively usually does make the consultation run more smoothly with fewer diversions or repetitions. That in itself saves time and prevents frustration. In module seven, there are some further suggestions for ways to explore the use of time. Talc 7.1, Can you learn to save time in consultations? Explores ways to discover where time is wasted in consultations. Talc 7.2, simple ways to help your consultations run to time, explores the skills that make things run better. And these skills can help to prevent future difficulties. If these skills are not used, and if healthcare professionals are rushing or stressed, it's much more likely that conflicts with patients will occur. Confrontations and angry encounters increase stress levels even further and are best prevented as far as possible. This is only a brief summary of the core skills of TALC modules 1 to 7. All healthcare professionals can explore the modules in detail for themselves and find out more about aspects of conversations with patients that interest them. TALC module 11, Holding the Calm, Chapter 6, 
is a much more detailed description of the skills needed for aggressive or abusive conversations. This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.